podcast that you're listening to is being presented to you with the cooperation of the SJ Network. If you're a person who needs a publicist and you want to appear on podcasts, contact Stephen Joyner at s-j-network.com. Let's get on with the show. Henry, my friend was telling me that her teenagers have been on eBay for several days. What's she going to do about it? Probably what every other mother of teenagers does. Lower their price. Speaking of smooth transitions, let's listen to today's Sherpa screening room interview with John Anthony. Attention, rebels of the Sherpolution. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. We would like to give you a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial simply by heading to www.audibletrial.com Sherpa. There are over 180,000 titles of audiobooks and podcasts, including this one, to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. And now, the one and only Mr. Bruce will lead you into the Sherpa chalet. As a reminder, please refrain from smoking cigarettes, cigars, pipes, and marijuana. Also do not set fire to the Sherpa's jokes. We need something to do between episodes. Coming to you from Sherpa Chalet in beautiful downtown Mount Podcastia, it's time for entertainment interviews in the Sherpa Screening Room. Grab an aisle seat and a bucket of popcorn, but don't crunch too loud or you'll miss the show. Now, here's your host, Jim, the podcast Sherpa. The Sherpa Lucian, and welcome to another episode of the Sherpa Screening Room. This is a presentation of Too Many Podcasts, so that means that it must be me, your host, Jim, the podcast Sherpa. And in these episodes, we get to talk to people from the entertainment world, from all walks of life, and guess what? We've got a triple threat today. That means he is an actor, he is a writer, and he is a director. And I got to get to know all three of them. Well, all in one person anyway. His name is John Anthony, and we got to talk about his short films and about the screenplays he's working for full-length feature films, and really enjoy talking to him. He's got a really incredible story, and you can't help but root for a guy like John. So, so before we start rooting for him, let's have a listen to my interview with John Anthony. Hello there, Rebels. We are here in the Sherpa screening room. My guest today is a director, a writer, an actor who has created a whole bunch of short films and is working on the screenplays for some full-length stuff that we've definitely got to keep our eye out for. Some of the titles that he's created are I Love Not Lost, I Date for Dad, A Family Matter, My Favorite Song, Growing Up Fast, Rookies, Swimmers, Rounds, The Session, and The Gift. And he is coming to us from Texas, way down there where we don't know if it's hot or cold and we don't know what's going to be tomorrow. But John right. Anthony is his name and he's our guest. John, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really, really um, honored to be here. Thanks. So, what came first for you? I know usually when I talk to people who are the triple threat there, you know, some of them always right. have that one leaning towards something. What, what was it for you? Uh, I think it was, I mean, to be honest, it's kind of like the acting thing for sure. Okay. Um, it was one of those, um, you know, I mean, I did my very first acting when I was like in, I think it's like first grade in Chicago and I'm dating myself, but it was, uh, 
I did a ad for um, space sticks. They were called space sticks. And it was like what the astronauts would take up in the, in the, you know, in the ship to eat. It was like, it, lo- it looked like a Tootsie Roll. Okay. But I did that. And then after that, I, you know, I just, I was just a normal kid and, and grew up in a b- bunch of different places. And then, um, uh, got married and met an incredible woman who's my biggest supporter. And, um, she works from home and, uh, and I'm also a teacher and she, I'll never forget when we first started getting married, when we first got married, I was like being, being, being off during the summer. She was like, Hey, um, I actually said, Hey, why don't we go see a movie today? You know, we can go early and, you know, get like a discount or something. She's like, I work for a living. You need to find something that you want to do. <laughs> and so, you know, and I, and, and I had done some improv and some stuff prior before I met her. And, and, um, you know, I always wanted to, you know, try and, 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 um, go, you know, see what acting was like and just really fell in love with it. Took some classes and, um, had some great teachers along the way. And, um, then just, uh, just really good things just kind of took off. And, um, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm really blessed and, um, it's, 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 it's been, it's been a really good ride so far. You were talking about going to the movies. What, was there a movie that you saw in particular when you were younger that you looked up at the screen and said, yep, that's what I'm going to do? Oh, yeah, um, by far. And it's, and it's, you know, my students today, they even ask me, like, Coach, what's your favorite movie? What's your favorite movie? The first Rocky, okay. you know, the original Rocky. And um, I even bought my first dog when I was single. I went out and bought a bull mastiff just because Rocky had butt kiss and I wanted a butt kiss. I just... I just happened to call him Tyson because I, you know, I was, I was a Mike Tyson fan growing up as a kid and, or, not, you know, just boxing in, in general. So, but yeah, Rocky for sure was one that, that definitely. And then I think if there was anything else that really pushed me was, uh, Mr. Holland's opus. Um, I thought was, it was, you know, was just phenomenal movie with Richard Dreyfus and, um, yeah, I mean, the, the, the Rocky for sure was kind of the one that really kind of, you know, when I get older, I, I would love to do something like this. As long as you're not so, cracking the eggs in the glass or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I went, as far as I went was, you know, I, I, I'd, I'd get the cassette and I'd put it in my, uh, my Sony Walkman and I'd, I, you know, I'd go, Mom, I'm going for a jog. And I'd be listening to, you know, like the, the, that, that, the that, soundtrack. That, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You know, you know, and it's funny if you think about how many people actually, you know, or they run the Philadelphia stairs and they do the rock thing. I mean, it just, it's iconic. It's just one of those things that was, I mean, to me, it's just like, such a great movie and it's just um you know it's just kind of and then when you read about it and find out you know what he did to make it and how they didn't want him to be in it and all this other stuff and you know how he had to get his dog back because he sold him and all this other stuff it just um yeah it just it was just a great movie just loved it now you said that you're a coach also yeah yeah i I've, I've been i've been at the, i've been at a school here for 26 years um um, as, as a teacher and a coach, coach basketball, um, and, uh, love that. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of funny cause every once in a while, like the kids will come in and they'll be like, Hey coach, did I see you on TV yesterday? And I'm like, I don't know. Did you? Cause I didn't see myself on TV yesterday. Like, yeah, you were in a commercial. We saw you in a commercial. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but yeah. So it's, it's, it, that, that part of it's fun too. Sure. Is it this is this high school or this is uh, middle school? It's uh, middle school, middle school, yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm curious, uh, have any of the movies that you've done so far have they involved sports yet? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know, right? Uh, no, because most of them have. Um, 
God, I mean, you know, if, if you look at my films are just kind of like all over the place. Um, and it's just, um, you know, I, I kind of try my hand at everything just to kind of see, you know, how they do and, you know, if, if, if people like them and so forth. Um, but I, but I haven't done a sports movie yet. Um, I've got a screenplay that I'm working on that's centered around, um, uh, a young boy who befriends an elderly man by, and my screenplay is called Walter. It's something I'm really, really passionate about. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's got the kind of like the middle school vibe to it where there's, you know, there's, there's a lot of scenes and stuff takes place at, at schools at this school. But, um, yeah, that, that's kind of, that's kind of where I am right now, but nothing. Yeah. No, no real sports movies just yet. So, and I'm a big David Chase fan. So like, um, a family matter and rookies, um, are kind of, uh, similar. I don't want to say similar because I can't even put myself in that light, but, um, kind of, you know, uh, soprano S type stuff, you know, okay. the mafia guys and stuff like that. Um, I, you know, in, one of my greatest series ever if to me is like Sopranos. If you were to say, you know, what, what's your, you know, what do you watch? You know, it's, it's Sopranos, it's Ozarks, it's Game of Thrones, it's um, 1883, Yellowstone. You know, those are the ones that I, I just think are just, they're amazing, just, just outstanding. Now, now you've actually been in every movie that you've written. Is that, is that right? Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, and, and here, and here's the reason, you know, it's, it's becoming an actor and, and I didn't start till I was 50 you know, and cause I'm, I'm 58 now. And one of the things, you know, you go on auditions and you, and you do these things and, you know, um, you know, of course I have an agent and, and, you know, they send you on these things, but, but sometimes, you know, it's, it's, you, you have to understand as an actor and even as you get older, one of the things that you're going to hear more than anything is no, thank you. Or you're not going to hear anything. You know, if they want to bring you back, they're going to bring you back for, you know, uh, uh, another read or, or bring you back in. But I mean, you have to understand that it's that, you know, you've got to be able to hear the word no a lot and be okay with it. And, um, you know, one of, one of the things that I decided to do is, you know, I'm not going to rest on my, my laurels or my agent's laurels just to find me stuff. And I just kind of told myself, look, if I'm not getting anything or there's nothing out there right now, I'm going to go create my own. And I just started writing and I put it, do a short film and then I put myself in it. And sometimes there, it's a big role. Sometimes it's a small role, but, um, I have a lot of close actor friends that, you know, we all became part of this family, um, from one of these, one of my teachers here in Dallas who, um, really got me inspired into writing. And it was just one of those things where I was just like, you know what? Um, I'm just going to ask my friends and we're going to go make films and, you know, um, they like my writing and, you know, like I said, I, you know, I, I've been very blessed and, and, you know, um, it's very, you know, it's very humbling when people say, you know, they like your work and so forth and, and have the opportunity to, to see your stuff. And, um, and, you know, for me thus far, it's, it's been really, really good. One of my closest friends who, who's also my production guy, he said, one of the things you need to do to see about your film is, is to show it to a bunch of people that you you don't know. And we actually had a, a, uh, it was, we called it a, it was like a showcase of films that a bunch of friends of ours and we all put together and we raised money for this foundation. And, um, you know, to see the overwhelming response afterwards, you know, from all the films that, you know, these people came in, it's like, oh, those films, you know, we really enjoyed your, you know, your showcase and so forth and the films. I mean, I had, I think I had three films in there and I had a bunch of friends who had, you know, other films in there and they were all just, 
their films were outstanding. And it's just, it's, it's, it's kind of neat. Cause you, you, you know, if it's a comedy, you sit back, you know, oh, are they going to laugh at this part? Oh wait, they didn't laugh. They hate it. You know, or, mm-hmm. you know, if it's a drama and you hear somebody laugh, it's like, that's not supposed to be funny, but you know, it, you know, it is what it is, but yeah, you know, that's, that's kind of what, what kind of got me into the whole thing. And, you know, and, and, you know, I encourage everybody, you know, if, if, if things are slow, sit down and write. Cause I have a buddy of mine. He's like, you know, I've never written anything. And I go, well, just go write. And he, you know, he wrote his first, his first short film and did a phenomenal job on it. And it did well on the, in the uh, short film circuit. And um, it's, you know, it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, you've got to start creating stuff for yourself, you know, to stay on top of things and stay fresh and kind of stuff. So that's interesting advice to show your work to people that you don't know, because I think it would be a little trickier if you gathered your friends and family, because, you know, if they didn't like it or they didn't like something about it, they might be a little more hesitant to tell you where you're you're seeing a more natural reaction from a stranger because they, you know, there, there's no, there's no border in between the two of you. Absolutely. hundred, hundred percent. And that's the thing. It's like my wife is, she's also my biggest critic. Cause like she'll, she'll, she'll get something and she goes, Oh, do I die in this film? Do I die? Does your wife die in this film or this film? I'm like, no, no, nobody's dying in this film. Um, but that was kind of like the running thing for, you know, a couple of years. Cause you know, I, you know, there's always just like if I was writing a scene for class and that was the other thing too, is, um, I, I've been, I've been blessed to study under, um, actor Glenn Morshower who has the extra mile here in Dallas and he's big in 24. He's on, um, the resident he's been in all the transformer movies and he was the one who really got me encouraged to write. And I've learned so much from him. So it's been, it's, it's, it, you know, like I said, it's, it's been, it's been a great ride. You know, there's, there's times where it's tough cause it's just like, you know, it's just, but it, it's, you know, it, it, it's the business. It's not, you know, you, like I said, you've got to be okay with hearing no. And it's, and also understand that you can go in and kill an audition, but if it's not the right look, you know, you might not get it. Mm-hmm. So. That's very true. All right. I'm going to throw a question at you. There's, there's okay. no right or wrong answer here, John. I'm just curious okay. you know, with what you're partial to. So between what you're doing, would you rather write for maybe a well-known director would you rather act in a movie in a well-known director or would you rather direct a movie with a well-known actor? Well, right now, I mean, it's, it's that's a, it's a, that's a trick question. I'd like, <laughs> like to do all three. Can I do all three? Um, I, I think right now, I mean, of course, acting would be like the greatest. I mean, what is, is what I would love to do, but my, my, my screenplay Walter that I wrote, that, you know, I pitched to a couple of production companies out in California and, and so forth. My ultimate dream, which would be like on my bucket list would be if I could, if there's any way I could get that script in the hands of Morgan Freeman and Ed Burns, because with the way, when I wrote it, I only had, you know, you, when you're coming up with these characters, the, the two people that came to mind was I want Ed Burns to play the father because I think he's a phenom- phenomenal actor mm-hmm. and writer, director. I mean, he's done so many films. And then, I mean, Morgan Freeman. I mean, my gosh, Morgan Freeman's Morgan Freeman. And he's just, he's, he's one of my favorite actors of all times. And it's just one of those things where it's just like, that would be a dream come true where I could just have these two come together and, and make this movie come, you know, come alive because these two, these two roles, I mean, they're not written for anybody else. When I was writing it, I'm like going, you know, my wife comes in, she's like, what are you doing? I said, I'm writing down who I want to play this. And she's like, well, you haven't even written it yet. I said, no. I said, but I know who I want to play these two roles. 
And when I told her, she's just like, that's, those are really good. I said, yeah, they are. They're phenomenal actors. They said, it would be a dream come true for me. So. And, and probably when I'm sure when the, once the words hit the page, you could probably hear those actors voices. Oh, it's yes. A hundred percent. And it's just like, you know, cause like I had a friend say, like, well, what if you could get Morgan Freeman? I said, well, I mean, there's other great people I would love to have, but I said, but Morgan Freeman's like the number one draft pick. I mean, it's just like, this is the guy, you know? <laughs> and it's just like, you know, I mean, and even the Ed Burns, you know, I've seen him in so many stuff and, and I think he's just a phenomenal actor. And it's just like, to play this dad, I said, he's, he's absolutely perfect for the role. And it's, you know, again, it's, it's, it's one of those things, you know, will it happen? And, you know, my fingers are always crossed. I'm, you know, you can knock me down. I'm the type of the person that's going to get back up and so forth. And, you know, um, you know, and that's the thing too, if, if you, you have to believe in your work, you know, cause mm-hmm. you're going to have a lot of people who's like, Oh yeah, whatever. You're not going to do this. You're not going to do this and, and so forth. And, and it's just like, you know what, this is, this is my dream. This is my passion. This is what I want to do. I want my stories to come to life and I want people to be moved by them. Um, and the, and the good thing with Walter is, is it's a, it's a family movie. It's a, it's a movie where you could take your four-year-old, your eight-year-old, your 16, your grandma, your grandpa, and they, you know, they could, they could all sit back and enjoy the film. Um, and, you know, like I said, it's, it's just, you know, now just pitching it and see if, you know, someone's going to say, Hey, yeah, you know what, let's go make Walter and we're going to get you Morgan Freeman and we're going to get you Ed Burns and, you know, whoever else wants to jump on, on board. So there's really a lack of that type of movie too. If, if they're not superhero movies or animation where you're, you're seeing real life people with real life stories. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's one of the things too. I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen a movie. It's, it's, it's a great movie. It's called Simon Birch. I don't know if you ever saw that movie. I've heard of it. Um, I didn't see it though. Okay. Really, really, really great movie. Um, and that, that was one of the things too, that kind of, you know, you, you sit there and you watch that movie and, and it's, you just, you feel things, but it's just like you said, there's so many, you know, animated movies and there's so many superhero movies out right now. And it's just like to have those feel good stories where it's like you can take your entire family. Cause like, I don't know if my grandpa would want to go see, you know, Batman. Now I of course would want to go see Batman, but you know, it's just like, or, or maybe my kids would want to go see Batman, but you know, or they'd be scared to go see Batman, you know? Um, but you know, to, to go, like when I grew up as a kid, it was always just like, Hey, we're getting in the car. We're going to the drive in. And we're going to go see a family movie, you know, and it was in, and there's just like, you said, there's not a lot of those out there right now. I know you said that one of your uh, screenplays that you're working on now is based on one of your short films. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a family matter. And in a family matter, it's, it's, it's about a mob boss who gets even for the death of his daughter. And it was about a 26 minute film. We showed it at the showcase. A lot of people really, really liked it. And then I reached back to all the actors who were in it. I said, if I make this a feature, you guys are on board. And they're like, oh, yeah, we'll do it. We're, we're on board. We're on board. So that, that's kind of that's, that's in the works um, right now. And, um, and then there's another one that I did that, I, that, um, that I'm looking to pitch from a standpoint of even from a television series type, um, which is based off of it's called A Date for Dad. And it's about basically a, a, a young father. Um, who has a young daughter and um, she's now 16, but right after she was born, the mother, their mother left. And so he had this, he's had this whole life of raising his 16 year old daughter being single. And then all of a sudden she decides, Hey, you know what? Um, I'm going to go online. and I'm going to find my dad a date. 
And then he goes through all these different dates and so forth. And, and that was a short film that we did. And, and it was really kind of fun because with that, I gave um, a lot of my friends who were my actors and actually they were all my friends. I said, you know, I gave them the script, but I said, feel free to just ad lib. And some of their scenes that they ad lib was just off the chart. And it just to the point where it's like, you know, when you're laughing so hard, your cheeks hurt and it's just, you can't even, you know, you, it's just like, you guys got to stop. You got to stop. <laughs> um, and I had a friend of mine who, who played our delivery guy in it. And he literally had everybody in tears laughing. It was like, you got to stop because you can't do this anymore because we need, you know, it's like, the camera shaking and you're hearing people laughing in the background. And it was, it was, it was, it was a really fun shoot. It was a long shoot, but it was really, really fun. Now that's gotta be a challenge. I think, especially as a writer, when you've created a short film and then now you're making it, it, it would, into a feature. So you've got to like, yeah. create more, more oh, yeah. characters. You got to develop mm -hmm. maybe, even the, you know, get, get uh, the opportunity for people to, to know the, the main characters in the story a little bit better, add a little bit more right. to their lives. Yeah, that's You're exactly right. Cause that was the thing when I started writing and, and uh, a good friend of mine, who, like I said, he's one of my production guys. He, he, he's just like, you know, we're just going to have to come up with some backstories for a lot of these people. Cause you know, to just start off and not really, you know, break it down more because, you know, in a short film, it's, it's very condensed. It's just like, you know, you can do a micro short where it's under five minutes or even two minutes. I mean, I had a friend of mine, he did a micro short film. It was like, it was two minutes and it was so powerful. It was, it was just outstanding. But you know, now it, when you're going from 10 minutes or 20 minutes to an hour and a half, you've got to really be able to fill in certain spots and, and get the audience introduced to these characters rather than just go, Oh, we're just going to pick it up from here. Cause they're going to like, wait, who's this guy? Where'd this guy come from? You know, how, how do these guys relate to each other? Right. And, so, and, and some of them have got to get to know the characters right from the beginning. If they know, yeah. if they never saw the original film too. Ab ab absolutely. Yep. hundred percent. When you're writing these movies, are you thinking in terms of a, of a large feature and then trimming it down or in terms of a short film that's going to get bigger? Uh, you know, that's a great question. But most of the times it's it's it starts out like when I when I was when I was. When, I, when I'm in an acting class and it's like and and Glenn would tell us, you know, we could write our own scenes, I'd write a scene. And the very first movie I ever did, I, I, I did the scene in class and, you know, it was people really, really enjoyed it. It was an emotional scene. And a friend of mine came up to me afterwards. He goes, you know, we can make that a short film. I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, you got a beginning, you got a middle and you got an end. And I said, OK, so we made it. And the first film I ever did was called A Gift. Um, and we shot it and he directed it and so forth. And then it was weird because then, then I, like scenes I would write in class, I'd be like going, can I make this into a short film? And then I would just take that scene and I would take whatever the scene was and I would surround it with either a beginning, a middle or an end so that I, you know, I had enough for a short film. And then now it's just like, all right, if I'm not going to write a, a full length screenplay, can I take something, one of these films and make it into something even bigger? And that's kind of where, you know, things are with, um, with uh, a family matter. And then also, um, uh, a love not lost. There's a character in there named Sam. Um, and taking that, cause I did a couple scenes that we wrote for, for that film and even creating that into a feature film as well. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of writing, you know, in, in, in the future. Um, and like for me, the, the greatest gift is when you put something on paper 
and you give it to someone and, and those actors, they, 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 they create it exactly how you want it to be created. You know, you sit back and you watch, I mean, I'll never forget. I wrote a scene for two friends of mine in class and I, and, um, they went out and they performed it. And I was, I was like blown away. And I said, you know, and, and even, you know, Glenn was like, well, is there anything you would change? I said, the only thing I would change is, you know what? I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have had her take a drink of water because, you know, I think it kind of, you know, but other than that, I said nothing, you know, it, just, it was so minute. It was just like, they were so amazing. I mean, I, I mean, I even had tears in my eyes when they were, they were doing the, uh, doing the, uh, doing the scene. Cause it was, it was so powerful. I was, I was, I, it, cause they were just outstanding actors and they just, they just blew me away. It's just like this, you guys couldn't done any better. You knocked it out of the park. So that also raises an interesting question. So now when you're going from a short film to a feature film, I'm sorry to jump back to this. No, and, and, no I, and I think I'm going to put you on the spot again, John. <laughs> I apologize for that. No, it's all good. I'm, so, I'm having a blast. So when you're, when you're creating that, are, is the cast going to be the same or are you have to kind of look at it with a new set of eyes with new actors? Um, you know, it, it depends because it's like, like with the family matter, you know, being a, a low budget, um, feature film or, you know, I mean, it could be a bit, you know, if, you know, if, if a production comes in, Hey, you know what? We like your script. We want to make it into a, we want to take your feature and we want to run with it. You know, that's one thing, but you know, for us, it was, it was kind of like, all right, let's, if we make this a feature, think of all the extra footage we'll have for reels for everybody, you know, and, and I can put new characters in there and, and so forth. And that was, that was one of the cool things about, you know, taking class with Glenn is that, is that in that class, I never had to, I've never held an audition. Well, I take that back. I, I only held an audition once for, for two roles because they were for, um, for, uh, a date for dad. But other than that, I've, I've always just used people from my class because I've seen their work, mm-hmm. you know, and I know that they're great actors. And I, you know, I'd be like going, Hey, um, I'm going to do a short film. Would you want to play this role? Yeah, I'll play it. Okay. You know, and, and they come to work and they, they, they do a great job and it's just, you know, it's, um, it, you know, gives me the opportunity to write. It gives me the opportunity to direct. It gives me a, the opportunity to act in it if I, if I'm acting in it, but it also gives them an opportunity to work on their craft as well. When you're doing something that you wrote and then you're filming it and you're, and, and you're the director behind, do you become your own worst critic? Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. There's, I mean, there's, there's a couple films where I'm like, I'm like, I'm not even putting this in a film festival. And my friends, my, my, my buddy who, and, and here's the thing too, is like my, and when I say like my production, it's, it's me and a friend of mine. I mean, he does all the editing, the filming, the lighting, everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's done, a, he's done every short film of mine except for one, well, for two. And those were like my first two. And then we've worked together and developed a relationship. He does a, he does a phenomenal job. Um, but yeah, oh, I'm, I'm very hard critic on myself and, and, and some, cause I'll be like, I don't like it all. You know, this isn't good or whatever. And I'm like, if, if I don't like it, I, I just, I, I'll just put it on a shelf and go, all right, we're going to tuck you over here and, you know, dust you off maybe. And I can look back and go, why did I even make this film? You know? <laughs> um, but then there's others where it's just like, you know, you, you you're kind of, all right, how, how are people going to react? Um, you know, and, and being my, you know, biggest critic, my film swimmers was one that I had written for a scene for class. I turned it into a film. Um, and I'll send you the link so you can watch the film. Um, if you'd like, it's, it's, it's a dark comedy and I had never shot, I'd never written a comedy before. So I was just like, 
all right, how's, how's this going to work? And so, you know, when we did a CNA class, people, people kind of like struggle a little bit, like what, you know, what's going on, what's going on. I can't figure it out. This, this, this. And, and I'm hearing them go, Oh, I know what they are. And I'm like, well, you have no idea what's going on. You know? So I had them confused, which is what I wanted to do. And then when we made the film and we shot it and then we showed it at our Christmas party, um, my wife was like, are you nervous? And I'm like, you, you have no idea how nervous I am because it's, you know, a comedy, you want people to laugh at certain things. Sure. And so forth. And, um, I, you know, when, when, when we showed it and people liked it and they were just like, that was great. And, um, I, you know, again, I was very humble and very honored that, you know, that they really, really enjoyed it. And, and even my, uh, even Glenn, he said, you know, um, that was one of the, one of his best short films that he ever saw. That, I mean, he, 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 he loved it. And it was just, um, it was, it was, and it actually was even based off of something that he used to say in our class. And, um, it was, it's, it, you know, it's not for everybody, but you know, if, if it, it's a, like I said, it's a dark comedy and it's, it's, um, we had a, we had a blast, you know, making it and, um, you know, people either, you know, like I said, they're either going to like it or they're not. So, um, but it, but it, like, again, it, it's been, it's, it, it, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was exciting to do and it was a lot of fun to make. And it's a short film, so it's not that much time out of their day if they didn't yeah, like it. Yeah, it's like t- 10 minutes. You know, you got 10 minutes to either laugh, like it, or not like it, or, you know, be like, man, what, how do you go from this to this, you know? And that's what my wife says. She, how do you go from swimmers to a love not lost? Because <laughs> I, I don't know where my husband's head is right now, but, you know, I want to I kind of be able to, you know, write certain things. But uh, comedy has always been the toughest for me. And I, like I said, I've only done two, which were swimmers and a date for dad. Yeah, and like you said, with comedy, it's it all really revolves around the audience's tastes. Yeah, you know, because yep. sometimes they, they they may not find a certain actor funny or just yep. certain topics not funny, and then they just go in there and they said, "Oh, it was this actor, and all he did was this kind of humor," and you know, walking out yeah. where you know you can get another person. I love this guy. Everything he yeah. says, I love. <laughs> you know. You know, it's funny because when we were showing uh, swimmers at one of the uh, at the showcase, I could hear people in the back going, "Wait, I don't, I don't get it. Wait, what? What? Wait, what? Oh, oh my God! Wait, what? That? Oh my! You know, it's like again, they they didn't they they until they really figured it out. It was kind of it's kind of funny because you're just hearing all these things behind you, and it's just like my wife's like, "Date, I don't think they understand it yet." I said, "Not yet, not yet, not yet." And then when they figure it out, like you know, then here comes this big laugh, and it's just like. Okay, they got it. Thank God, you know they got it. I'm happy now. <laughs> that's that's got to be tricky too. Yeah, it is because it's like you know the last thing you want to do is go write a comedy. You're sitting in a in a theater and people you don't hear anything. Yeah, you know, um, you know, like when I wrote Rookies, which is a uh, it's it's a kind of a, a mob type um, film, and we had we were showing it at a Dallas theater, and my wife and I were in there um, watching it, and um, you know, there's this scene where this, where the guy gives a line and, and um, it wasn't supposed to be funny, but this guy busted out and like this 30 second, just laughter. And my wife looks at me, she's like, did you mean for that to be funny? I go, no, <laughs> but again, it's just like, he thought it was funny. So, you know, I'm glad he enjoyed it. I'm glad he liked it. So, um, you know, it's, it's just like you said, I mean, everybody's going to look at things differently. Once again, relying on the power of strangers. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, one of my favorite questions to ask people who act in movies, 
Is there uh, a movie or a TV show that you wish that you were a certain character in? And, and it can be like a specific character. Um, oh, man. Yeah. I mean, if I could have sat next to James Gandolfini in The Sopranos as one of his guys, I'd be just like in heaven. Um, and then uh, let's see. Um, even being, you know, anything in our, anything in Ozarks, even if I was just a guy, you know, just, you know, I don't say just a guy, but, you know, a, a sheriff or, you know, working with, you know, one of those guys. Um, yeah, I mean, there, there's so, you know, and then of course in Yellowstone, yeah, I would just, just an old cowboy, you know, I'd, I'd love to be, you know, cause they, they shot some here, some stuff out here in Fort Worth, um, actually for 1883, not for Yellowstone. Um, and you know, the writing and the films, both those, I mean, those, those two shows, I just think are phenomenal. Um, you know, he, he's done such an amazing job and it's just, um, I mean, the cast, every, everything, it's, they're, they're, they're great shows, you know, they're, 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 and you know, it's, it's one of those, and even like Game of Thrones, I mean, you could just put me in anywhere. I don't care if, you know, I, if, if, you know, if I was just, just, just to be a part of it, because it's, you know, that those, those, those type of shows, they're just, to me, they're just so incredible. And I remember when I, I, I was talking to a friend of mine and I, I watched the first episode of Game of Thrones when it first came out. I was like, yeah, I don't know if this is really for me. And then, so, you know, eight years later, you know, we're in class and she's talking, she's like, oh, you need to watch Game of Thrones. Like, you know what? I watched it and just where is it really for me? And she's just go back and watch it. So I, so that the next week I saw her, I said, Hey, I said, I just watched uh, season eight, episode two. She's like, wait, you haven't seen any of the others. I go, no. She goes, what are you doing? You can't just jump into the last season episode two. I go, no, it was really good. I liked it. She, you need to go back. So I binge watched in like six days, the whole entire series of game of Thrones. And I couldn't fall asleep. I mean, my wife would come in and she's like, it's three 30 in the morning. I go, I know honey, it's season three, episode six. I can't go to bed. She goes, she'd come back. It's four 30 in the morning. She, she'd get up in the morning. She goes, what time did you go to bed? I said, um, I went to bed at seven this morning. And, you know, it's like two o'clock in the afternoon. It's just like, I, it's just like those shows. I mean, once I, once I start watching, it's just like, I can't stop because they're just, they're phenomenal shows. So yeah, I guess you were all right as long as they kept like large swords and dragons away from me. Yeah, yeah. You know what? It, it, you know, it, even if I got eaten by a dragon, just to say that I, that I was, you know, blessed enough to be on that set and with those great actors that, that, that would have been, that, that'd have been a dream come true too. You said that uh, a lot of your movies, they go into festivals. Uh, is there a way that people can follow you and kind of keep up with what you're doing? Yeah. You know, so, um, my website is, it's, 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 we're, we're changing some stuff up right now. So, um, but right now, I mean, they can follow me on Facebook at John D Anthony actor. And then they can also check me out on my IMDB page, which has got some information on there and stuff like that. Um, and then, um, next week, um, should be next week, early part of next week, the, um, you know, um, the website will be up and, um, I'll, I'll put information on that on Facebook as well. Um, so people can check that, 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 that out. They're going to have clips of um, a lot of the films that I did, the movie posters, um, you know, cause you know, basically when you, when you're independent film, you know, person, you, you're basically doing everything on your own. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I've been blessed to have a, a good friend of mine who does all my movie posters. I got a great friend who does all my production work. And, you know, I've got great friends who, who, um, you know, who do all, do 
all the acting, which which has made it, you know, a lot of fun. That's great. All right. So his name is John Anthony. We're going to keep an eye out for that website and uh, check out his IMDb page as well. And you can see little clips of some of the movies that he's done as well. So John, thank you so much for coming by the show and stay warm or, or keep cool, whichever (laughs) the the Texas weather brings you. I will. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. Be a rebel. Follow the show at Sherpolution on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Thanks so much to John Anthony for coming on the show and take a look on his links and see the handiwork that he's got coming out in the very near future. You like what you hear? Well, I can tell you what you can do here, folks. You can check out this show on your favorite podcast apps because we are everywhere and all the biggies and even some of the small ones too. If you don't want a podcast app, you know what you can do? You can go to my website, SherpaLution.com. S-H-E-R-P-A-L-U-T-I-O-N.com. And you can hear all the shows that we've recorded from the very beginning right till now till the end of the show. Well, it's not the end of this show yet, but you know what I mean. And you can also follow me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and sometimes TikTok. If you'd like to keep tabs on what's going on with the show, or even just post a comment and maybe you've got a Sherpa sample suggestion for me. I'd love to hear it. Let me know what you think. And please, please, please leave a nice review for me on iTunes or even Spotify. Let's spread the word of the Sherpolution, okay? I appreciate it so much. Mr. Bruce, we are done for this week, and it is time to get out of here. So if you would please use your dulcet tones to lead us on out of here, I would greatly appreciate it, sir. Thanks a lot for coming by, and viva la Sherpolution. Thanks for listening to the Sherpa Screening Room. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share this podcast. I'm Mr. Bruce, and this has been a Sherpa Loose Studios production. Viva la Sherpa Lution.